Yes, hello, happy Wednesday, everybody. Wednesday, and man, is it nice out. Nice and sunny. Uh, current temperature of 30 degrees. First day of summer tomorrow. Dr. Earl Manouk coming up on the show here in a bit. Dr. Earl, he's been doing it a long time. Uh, dermatologist, uh, his uh, clinic is called a cosmetic skin clinic and laser uh, center. And we're going to talk to D- Dr. Earl Manouk here in about 10 minutes. Uh, uh, TFJ, Tristan Field-Jones, you're a young man, handsome young man. Thank you. Would you ever consider getting any uh, work done? You know, maybe nothing serious, like not uh, surgical, but would you ever get a bit of Botox or, mm. you know, get rid of those laugh lines? Mm. No, I... No, I mean... I ask because apparently more and more men are doing this kind of stuff. Before it was never, it would a man ever do that, really, or rarely, and, and now apparently more men are doing... And men of all ages, apparently. No, you know, here's, here's the thing, Hal. I mean, if I were involved in a serious crash and I were... Uh, badly injured and I needed something to maybe heal scars or whatever yes. it was, then, yeah, mm. I might consider that type of surgery in, right. under those circumstances. Yeah. But I just think, you know, in my current state, frankly, how I've kind of given up on that. For well, the that's moment. kind of where I am, too. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I began in rough shape anyhow. So at that point, you know, like you could, it, it, and um, it, it can be kind of never ending. Some people get started and then they just keep going and going and it just never ends, right? Yeah. And you know how when it comes to self-improvements, honestly, that is so far down the list for me. Like, I mean, I'd rather if when it comes to improving yourself, instead of spending money on Botox or whatever it may mm-hmm. be, I'd much rather spend money on, you know, getting exercise equipment or uh, eating healthier, that sort of stuff. Right. Like that, that is far more important than just looking good. Okay. Because right. you can still look good, but not feel good. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. So. I'm just checking. Just checking. I thought that was uh, uh, interesting. Are you saying I need, I need no, the Botox? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, no. You look... F- I, t- I told you I started... I prefaced all of this by saying handsome young man. Well, because even a train wreck is, is interesting to look at. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk to Dr. Earl Manouk in less than 10 minutes now. And if you have any questions for Dr. Earl, 204-780-6868, text in those questions. You can email email them as well, hal at cjob.com. My inbox is always open. So Dr. Earl Manouk here uh, in less than 10 minutes. Also on the show today, Bob Irving. I woke up this morning. I heard uh, Kelly Moore's sportscast, and Kelly was uh, talking about uh, – how uh, our defensive coordinator with the Bombers, Richie Hall, people are saying, oh, boy, we, you know, Edmonton ran up a lot of yards against us. After one game, there are people calling for his head. And so we'll get Bob Irving in on that. I also heard this morning on Mackling and McGarry that Terrell Owens is considering a comeback in the CFL, possibly with Edmonton. So I'll get Bob to weigh in on that. And, of course, we're getting ready for the Bombers in Montreal on Friday, by the way. This show ends Friday at 4, and that is when the pregame show begins. 4 o'clock on Friday, Bob Irving, Doug Brown, Bombers in Montreal. And as I said, I'm taking tomorrow off, quick day off, and then I'm back on Friday doing the show live at the Red River X on Friday. So if you're at the X on Friday, make sure you swing by and come and say hi. I'll tell you on Friday where exactly I'm at, okay? But Bob Irving coming up on the show after the news 
at 1.30. We have uh, tickets to give away for Melissa Etheridge today. We also have Craig Ferguson tickets to give away today. And so we will have not one, but two tough trivia questions. Your chance to win tickets. I think the first uh, winning will happen around 1.45, and then we'll do it again about 2.45, all right? Uh, It is also World Refugee Day today. I want to talk about that. And 30 degrees now, and apparently, uh, you know, we'll get maybe even warmer than that. 32 is what they're saying. 32 again tomorrow. So uh, in this heat, how do you eat in this heat? You don't want to turn on a stove or an oven, right? Uh, I guess barbecue, but some other uh, possibilities for you, or maybe you've got some tricks. What do you do to battle this heat? 204 780 6868, I hug an air conditioning unit. Doesn't matter. I've never met an air conditioning unit I did not like. But I'll tell you one thing that's sort of interesting. Since I've lost some weight, uh, I find that I I don't need the AC as much as I as I did. It's weird. And I find myself, I would never, ever say, oh, I'm kind of chilly or cold and throw on a jacket or a blanket. And I find now that there are times when I'm I'm kind of chilly. And so it's it's weird. But uh, what do you do to battle the heat? 30 degrees now, heading for a high of 32, sunny, and uh, 32 again tomorrow and the first day of summer tomorrow. Looks like we're going to have a pretty nice summer, some hot days. What do you do to battle the heat? All right, so all that and a bunch more coming up here. Oh, and did I mention Tom Milroy on the show? No, I don't think I did. Uh, Tom Milroy, after the news at 2.30, uh, Tom was in getting some stuff done for his show uh, Saturday morning here on CJOB, 9 to 11, every Saturday, Tom Milroy. And I grabbed him and I pulled him into one of the studios and I had four, I've got a little file. I have my Fiona file for Fridays, right? Things that I think Fiona and I can talk about because every Friday is uh, a Friday fun day with Fiona, Fiona Odlum. And I've got a little file started now for Tom Milroy. And then when Tom comes in and works on his show, if I get enough stuff in the Tom file, I pull him in and we record a little session, and I did that this morning. So we'll do that for you after the news at 2.30, all right? And uh, a ton of other stuff coming up as well. Keep it right here. Like some of the stuff I talked to Tom about today is apparently Fran Drescher is hinting at a nanny uh, nanny reboot. Really? That show should have never been on the air in the first place, but she's hinting there might be a reboot of that show. Uh, Oh, uh, interesting all-you-can-eat restaurant. Wait till you hear how these guys are doing this all-you-can-eat restaurant. It's actually in China. Uh, so I guess that would be a Chinese food restaurant then, right? Doesn't matter what they're serving. It's in China, so it's a Chinese food restaurant. Uh, interesting concept, this all-you-can-eat uh, thing. And uh, who's smarter, dogs or cats? I'm going to get into that with Mr. Milroy as well after the news at 2.30. we got to take a break. We'll break and come back and talk to Dr. Earl Manuk on Hal Anderson Afternoons. Next. Look at that. Got us right on time. One fifteen, quarter after one, and joining us on the phone, Dr. Earl Manuk. Hello, Dr. Earl. How are you, Hal? How I'm, you doing? I'm excellent. Great to chat with you. So uh, I know in trying to line up this interview, I've been wanting to have you on for a while. I know how busy you are because... You're uh, able to squeeze me in today, and I, I really appreciate that. But that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that uh, one of the things I want to talk about today, anyhow, is that more men and men of all ages are more concerned 
about their appearance. And I mean, you don't do uh, surgical stuff, but you work with Botox and, and things like that. Is that something you're seeing more guys caring about what they look like? Well, we do see men in the practice, and but let's remember, women drive the cosmetic practice. It's women who are the buyers of makeup, of uh, facial treatments, Botox, fillers, Juvederm, whatever you want to call it. It's women, 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 and that drives, if you ask any anybody in, in my industry. We do see men. Men are good buyers. They look for a little bit of fine-tuning. I'm not saying I'm seeing a percentage increase, but I see a by fair amount of men uh, in my practice. I think men make decisions more quickly uh, than women, uh, and they like what they get at the end. And um, they're a little more independent, I find. But I still see a fair amount of men, and they are repeat, and I say repeat users of Botox and fillers. Where are they putting it? A little bit in the cheek, not the feminized cheek. A little bit in the lips, sort of like Brad Pitt, not to feminize the lips. A little bit of Botox just to relieve or relax the muscles. They don't want an arched brow. They want a straight brow, a lower brow, something that is a male look to it. They still want that strong look. The other thing that we're doing with men is that we're trying to redefine their jawline. We do that with fillers and Botox. Men want a strong, strong um, jawline. Underneath the double chin is another area we're seeing more men. We got a new product out called Belkyra. It's been out for about two or three years now in, in Canada. Released about a year after the U.S., a year and a half, and it dissolves the fat in that double chin, what we call the submental fullness. And we can really, you know, um, make that chin look so the underside a little more defined and the jawline more defined. Men want sharp features on their face, not round contours. How was that? Is that helpful? That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, let me go back and, and ask you a couple things. I think most people are familiar with Botox, right? What that does. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but what 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 is a filler? What do fillers do? Fillers are products made of generally, um, uh, it's a natural occurring substance that we call hyaluronic acid. We find that at our tendon. It's a natural occurring pro- uh, product. And what it is, it's in a syringe, and it actually is exactly what it is. It fills a line. The old style was to fill a line, like in the smile line, to run from the nose to the angle of the mouth. Now we're using them to add contour, round this back to the cheeks, lift the face, give you a sort of what we call a non-facial, um, a non-surgical facelift. We're doing a lot of that now. And one of the main areas we're putting it into is into the cheeks. It's a small needle injection. We put you know, a fair amount in, some people less, some people more, depending on your age and what you really need. And that's why you need to see a physician specialist like a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon because they understand facial motions. They understand what's going on in the face and how you're losing fat and how to replace it. Yeah, it's a great, great product. A lot of them out there, you gotta be, you got to know your stuff to use this stuff properly. Now, your practice is called a cosmetic skin clinic and laser center. What are you doing with the laser in your clinic? Well, we got about 13 different lasers and what we call energy-based devices, uh, which uh, do a lot of things. The hot thing, I always say what's hot, what's not. What's yeah. hot is now is is cool sculpting, freeze your fat away. We do an awful lot of that. We're taking tummies down. We're doing love handles. We're doing inner thighs, saddlebags, back fat, bra fat. 
or even doing the bat wings, the the, well, the arms that are saggy. You know, we're, you know, we can't do it as well as a surgical approach, but a lot of people, hell, are not looking for surgery. They're looking for a non-surgical approach. And, you know, one or two treatments with this machine, although it can be, uh, there can be a cost to it, and I... You know, I, I do warn people that things have a cost, and same as plastic surgery, but it can work really, really well. I myself have had it done, and you got to see my beautiful chin now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's with the cool sculpting. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so, uh, we're one of the leaders in uh, Western Canada right now. We do a fair amount of it. We had a strong year last year. We're having a good year this year. And you know what? It's non, uh, non-surgical. You have it done. You go right back to work. Yeah, because the surgery, I get that. The surgery is a big commitment, boy. And if there are ways to, you know, tackle some of these issues without a knife, I think that's a great option for a lot of people. Well, there's, um, if you look at statistics, uh, there is less and less surgery going on than there was 10 years ago. Hmm. I think breast, breast lifts and breast enhancements are still a number one. Uh, for plastic surgeons, tummy tucks and liposuction are still strong in that in that uh, series of treatments. But you know, a lot of people they they're just not candidates for surgery. Nor are they medically up to it, or are they financially up to it, or do they want it. A lot of people just don't want to go under the knife. And you're right, the recovery from uh, a tummy tuck can be six weeks to three or four months sometimes. And you know, there are side effects of surgery. I'm not down. I'm not upplaying that. I'm just saying that these are you need to be informed on all procedures before you do anything. And, uh, you know, a good surgeon will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, and I see that cool sculpting. I don't know, at first, or I first noticed it maybe three or four years ago, and I see it everywhere now. And you mentioned uh, some of the areas that it can battle, but it does take several uh, attempts at it, right, or, or mm. several or several treatments. Well, that depends on the person. Hmm. You know, uh, somebody somebody who's a fit and a runner and have pockets, uh, small pockets, pockets of fat hell that they can get rid of no matter how much exercise how much dieting or whatever they do and you you can blow that away in one treatment you know you get the people with a bigger rounder tummies we got to debulk them and we do debulk and then we can sculpt and we can do some really fine sculpting and i encourage people to look online you know that google md has got pictures of everything good bad and different and ugly but you know on my website we do have an awful lot of cool sculpting photos up there and uh, we welcome anybody to uh, go and have a look at it. But it's it's what's hot: body sculpting in um, dermatology circles, plastic surgical circles. Although the plastics people do like to do surgery, but I think you know uh, what we have to offer is uh, for people. I think it's something uh, that they should look into. You know, how many times did we? try to lose and we can't and it's not a weight it's not a weight reducing product here mm-hmm. this is something that don't redefine you can sculpt you can do, do really well you mentioned your website i'll just put it out there real quickly uh manuklasercenter.com m-i-n-u-k lasercenter.com manuklasercenter.com one more quick question for you uh dr earl um with uh, the botox uh, uh, there people are now using botox for medical uh, reasons like uh, prevention of, uh, say, migraine headaches, I've heard it used for that. Is that something you do or are you strictly cosmetic stuff? No, we do medical use of uh, Botox as well. Botox is our number one, uh, uh, I call it entry-level uh, cosmetic treatment because it, it can be, doesn't have to run a lot of money at all. It, it can be you know, anywhere from 100 to $400. Uh, we do underarm sweating. 
palm or sweating. That's a medical indication for Botox. And uh, the nice thing about Manitoba, there is a fee tariff. It doesn't cost you anything for the treatment. Uh, if you have a drug prescription plan, there, there's a cost to the drug because Botox is a prescription drug. Um, but we, you know, there. I don't do migraines. Uh, neurologists in Winnipeg do migraines. Okay. Uh, Botox injections, but uh, I've entertained it. I've decided that's not where my practice is, but it can work really well for that type of thing. The other thing Botox does, it can uh, people, another medical indication, people who have grinding and uh, clenching of their teeth at TMJ or that there's big muscles in the cheeks called the masseter muscles in, the, in front of the jaw, and they, you know, they wear uh, mouth guards, and we can put a Botox into those muscles, relax those muscles, Hal, hmm. and people can uh, do really well. And we can relieve facial pain, and we can actually sculpt the face, thin it out a little bit in that way, too. Wow. Hey, uh, Doc, thanks for making time for me today. I really appreciate it. How long have you been doing this now? You've been around for a long time. Oh, no, don't say that now. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that way. but I, 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 You know, I think I've probably been doing uh, aesthetic medicine uh, for 20 years, 25 years. And, yeah. Uh, I, I've been around a lot. I'm still youthful, and I love what I do. And, uh, you know, we see anywhere from 5 to 12 new patients uh, just about every day. And, yeah, well, uh, don't, it, it, uh, you know. Don't take it the yeah. wrong way, Doc. I didn't mean it that way. I mean, I think when people <laughs> think of this kind of thing, they think of Dr. Earl Manouk, and I was more getting at that you really know what you're doing. That's what I was getting at. Well, my wife still thinks I'm young. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> Dr. Earl Manouk, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Hal. Have a great day. All right, you as well. There you go, Dr. Earl Manouk. Boy, a lot of people are uh, fillers, Botox. That cool sculpting is actually pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever seen that uh that uh, machine in action, but, uh, and listen, um, you know, going under the knife, that's a big commitment. I, I don't know. That's, uh, I don't think it's something I would, uh, I would consider, but I know a lot of people do. And if you're not really interested in, uh, you know, uh, going under the knife, there's options with a guy like uh, Dr. Earl Manouk. 204-780-6868. 204-780-6868. Phone lines wide open. You can text that number as well. Hal at cjob.com. We're going to take a break here for the 130 News. And then when we come back, Bob Irving and your chance to win. Tough trivia. You get to pick. You pick the ticket. Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson coming up on CJOB. Today is, of course, uh, June 20th, Wednesday, June 20th. It is Ice Cream Soda Day, Bald Eagle Day, Hike with a Geek Day, World Productivity Day, and World Refugee Day today. We're going to get into the whole refugee thing. Of course, uh, you know, everybody's talking about what Trump and uh, his administration is doing at the U.S.-Mexico border, taking kids away from their parents as these uh, moms and dads and families enter the U.S., it really is, uh, and I, I was surprised to see that 58% of Republicans are supporting uh, Trump in this practice. And this, listen, this has been around for a while, but other administrations have not really enforced it like this, and, and Trump is. So when Trump says, uh, well, it's, you know, it's a law long before I got here, it's, you know, yes, but uh, Obama, for example, and uh, Bush before him, we're not enforcing it like this. They were not splitting up families. They were not taking kids away from adults. But you know, as I've said before, and I don't think this is any big surprise, Trump is. This is a, 
a bargaining tactic. Trump wants his wall. He wants money for his wall. And this is his way of uh, pushing uh, the Democrats and uh, the left, the liberals, up against the wall and saying, okay, you want me to stop? I'll stop, but I want money uh, to build my wall. That's what this is all about. We'll uh, get into that more a little later on uh, coming up here this afternoon. 135, Hal Anderson, and uh, joining us on the phone now, Mr. Bob Irving. Good afternoon, Bob. Hey, Hal, how are you? I am great. A couple things I wanted to talk to you about. What do you, what do you think about Terrell Owens maybe making a comeback in the CFL in Edmonton? Well, this long pause, Hal, would suggest. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even really want to go there. I, I see Edmonton has put him on their nagger negotiation list. He's 44 years of age. Yeah. I just have to think, uh, first of all, I don't know why they do it. Uh, it it's got to be a, a joke as far as I'm concerned. The guy's 44 years old, Hal, 44. With all due respect to 44-year-olds everywhere, you can't play football at that age unless you're a quarterback. But I guess what can't. got people talking, Bob, is the fact that, and I don't know, you know, these 40-yard dashes very well, but somebody was saying he ran a 4-4, a which is pretty fast for anybody, isn't it? Well, that's incredibly fast. Sure it is. It's, it's world-class speed, really. Uh, I still will keep referring to the age. Um <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say about it. We've got a 44-year-old guy who was just named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, who is refusing to go there, mm. uh, even though he complained earlier that he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he, he, Terrell Owens was a great football player. He yeah. really was. Right. And certainly an even greater character. Um, and he stays in wonderful physical condition, and I'm sure he can still run fast. But, Hal, we're talking about a 44-year-old playing yeah. football. Right. Sorry, sorry. I'm not, I, I just I can't see it, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know why Edmonton has great receivers. Why they would even, you know, bring this up? It, it just sounds like a joke to me, and I think it looks bad on the CFL. That's just me, you know. That yeah. that a team up here would put a 44 year old guy on their neg list. Like, what's the point? Well, I'll tell you what the point is, Bob. It's to put butts in the seats in Edmonton because if they had him on the team playing a lot of people would come out to watch that. Yeah, then it's so now it's a novelty, yeah, right? It's right. A sort of, it's a freak yeah. show as far as I'm concerned. And I, and I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. The organ, the Eskimos aren't an organization that, that runs that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I don't get it, Hal. Mm. I really don't. Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on it. Milt Stiegel, yeah. I think he was joking, but Milt Stiegel says if uh, Owens uh, comes back and plays in the CFL, I'm coming back too. I was talking to Milt last week when he was in Winnipeg. Milt turns 50 <laughs> yeah. next week, and he's still in great shape. Yeah. But uh, that would be an even bigger joke. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I can't imagine he was serious. But I know, and I guess, you know, maybe yeah. I'm taking this too seriously. Hal, I don't know. But I just, uh, I don't know why Edmonton would do this. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you heard Kelly Moore's sportscast this morning here on CJOB, but apparently there are people already calling for Richie Hall's head, what do you think of that, Bob? It's only one game in, for goodness sakes. Yeah, well, this is a carryover from last year and the year before, Hal, when the Bomber defense has given up a lot of yards, and there's unrest out there about the defense and the yards they're giving up. And so after one game in which they gave up almost 500 yards, I'm Mm -hmm. not surprised that you know, people are sort of reacting the way they are to to one game. It's, you know, it's kind of a... 
an old sore that uh, that has reared its ugly head again. And I guess my view, and I said this to you, I think last week, it's a little early to be mm-hmm. drawing any conclusions about the bomber defense. And certainly it has to be better than it was against Edmonton the other night. But as Richie said the other day, and I don't disagree with him, you know, overall they played pretty well. They gave up a couple of big plays against a very, very good quarterback and offense. But other than that, Richie thought they were, you know, they were pretty good. He's convinced they have a better defense this year than they had last year. So am I. Now, they do have to show it. I understand that totally. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the frustration of the fans. But, uh, again, I think we have to keep it in perspective and, and you know, be a little bit reasonable about it. Let's wait for another game or two because they've made a lot of changes on defense. They've changed coaches. They've changed personnel. Uh, they've changed their approach. Uh, so let's let's wait and see uh, yeah. how things turn out after three or four games before we decide anybody should be thrown into the Red River. Yeah, right. Speaking of the Red River, I will be, Bob, at the Red River X on Friday. I'd like to get you on the show. I was hoping you'd be in town so I could buy you some mini donuts and you could come out and maybe take a ride on the zipper with me or something, but that's not going to happen. You're going to be... Uh, or maybe the merry-go-round. I guess maybe the merry-go-round is better for guys like you and me and, and Terrell Owens. But anyhow, um, so we'll have to do it on the phone on Friday. But quickly, 4 o'clock broadcast time Friday afternoon, Bombers in Montreal. Two-hour pregame show starting at 4, Hal. I'm in for the merry-go-round of the mini donuts. You can do the zipper. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> All right, Hal. All right, and you guys are weighing in by text 204-780-6868 on the fact that uh, 44-year-old Terrell Owens might uh, make a comeback in football playing for the Edmonton Eskimos. Jacob says, Hal, 44, too old. What about Gordy Howe in hockey? Just as rough as football. Uh, And then Audrey says, Hal, we did have Bob Cameron. He was an older guy. Yeah, but he was a kicker. And I don't want to get into the whole, you know, uh, dumping on the kicker thing. But he was a kicker. And Bob even said, uh, you know, quarterbacks may be a little different. Maybe you can be in your mid-40s and be a quarterback and and play. Uh, but Terrell Owens would be a receiver, and he'd be doing a lot of running and stuff. I Listen, I can't imagine... Terrell would be serious about coming back, but if he was coming back for a paycheck, he's the kind of guy that would probably do it. And as I said to Bob, I think Edmonton might be open to the idea because a lot of people would come out and see that. Listen, at the end of the day, it's all about selling tickets. And I think Edmonton would sell a lot of tickets if they had uh, Terrell dress for them and, uh, and play in a game or two. I don't know. What do you think? We're getting some reaction already. 204-780-6868. And uh, by the way, back to the uh, World Refugee Day, and we're going to talk more about that uh, later on. But this separating of families at the U.S.-Mexico border, uh, this is a, a breaking and developing story here this afternoon. President Trump now says he will sign an executive order to stop the separation of families at the U.S.-Mexico border. Take a listen. President Trump says he'll sign an executive order to keep families together after they cross the border illegally. We want to keep families together. It's very important. I'll be signing something in a little while that's going to do that. But he didn't specify what exactly that order will entail. The Trump administration repeatedly has insisted Congress must pass a bill to end the family separations. The president called his move preemptive and said he expects it will eventually be matched with legislation. Arlette Signs, ABC News, the White House. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that 
that story for you this afternoon. And uh, listen, I understand immigration is a very divisive issue. I understand there are people that say these people are, you know, coming across the border illegally. We see uh, some of that here. I understand that it's uh, it's uh, a very hot issue, but I just I just can't understand why they need to go to that extent separating kids from their parents. I understand we got to deal with these people, not we, but the U.S., and if we see them here, we have to deal with it. But um, anyhow, it looks like uh, Trump is is going to uh, change the way things are being done, and I, I don't think anybody, uh, even if you feel really strongly about immigration, I don't think anybody wants to see what's happening there. It's I, Or I can't believe that people want to see that. 143 coming up on quarter to two. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, your first chance to win. You get to pick the ticket. We've got two tickets up for grabs, either Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson. Tough trivia. Get it right, and you get to pick the ticket. Next, Hal Anderson on CJOB. All right, 148, we are uh, going to have two tough trivia questions for you today because we have two pair of tickets to give away. We have a pair of Melissa Etheridge tickets, July 8th, Club Regent Event Center, and we have two tickets for Colin Ferguson, October 25th, also at Club Regent Event Center. So you get to pick the ticket. We're going to ask the question. You get it right, you get to pick. Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson. And then whatever's left, we'll do it again later on. Another tough trivia question, and that person will take the tickets that you uh, did not take. This is uh, definitely a great opportunity for you to grab the tickets you want. Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson. Here's the question. Tough trivia time. Though it's typically considered an item for children... Two-thirds of adults still use one of these. What is it? It's meant for kids, but two-thirds of adults still use one. 204-780-6868. You pick the ticket, either Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson. And then we'll do truck trivia again later on. All right? And by the way... Uh, Tom Milroy coming up on the show today. All kinds of great stuff coming up on the show here today. Going to talk about uh, eating in this heat, World Refugee Day, all on the way. All right, everybody's grabbed the line. Let's go to the phone here, 204-780-6868. If you got an answer, please. Hello? All right, nobody there. Typically, it's a, kid, it's a kid's thing, but two-thirds of adults have one. Uh, security blanket or something? Ah, the old security blanket. No, not the correct answer. Thank you. Hi, CJOB. A ball? A ball? Yeah, any no. kind of ball? No, nope. not a ball. Good guess, though. Yeah. Hi, CJOB. Hi. Uh, how about a Nintendo system? Ah, gaming system, Nintendo. No, not the correct answer. Good guess, though. Hi, CJOB. Yes, is it the Rubik's Cube? Rubik's Cube, man, taking me back to the 80s here. No, not a Rubik's Cube. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, this is typically for kids, but two thirds of adults have one as well. What is it? Security blanket. We had that guess already, not a security blanket. Thanks, though. Hi, CGOB. Hi, Al, how are you? Excellent. Got a guess? Okay, divers. I'm sorry? Divers. Mm, I'll just say no, because whatever you're saying, it's not, it's not the correct answer. I couldn't understand you very well. Hi, CJOB. Hi, uh, Nightlight. 
A nightlight. Yes, I know a lot of adults have nightlights. No, not a nightlight. You're kind of on the right track, though. I see J-O-B. Hi there. Oh, hi. Got a guess? A coloring book. Not a coloring book. Adult coloring books are actually a thing. You're right, but not what we're looking for. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It serves a purpose. It serves a purpose. Uh, an import, I would say an important purpose. A purpose, uh, you use this. Mm, I'm going to leave it at that for now. I was going to give another hint, but I think that would be too too much too early. Hi, CGOB. Hi, I'm going to guess a backpack. Not a backpack. Another good guess. Hi, CJOB. A teddy bear? A teddy bear, not a teddy bear. No. Hi, CJOB. Not a teddy bear. No. Hi. Hi. Is it an eraser? Not an eraser. Boy, people, I don't know why they turn their radios down a little bit. Hi, CJOB. Hi, is it a teddy bear or a stuffed animal? We had a teddy bear already. No. Uh, Let me give you a bit of a hint here, and I'll give you a second stab at it. I'm in that kind of mood today. Uh, I said it serves a purpose. It's used to save something. Save something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I can't think of that. Uh, okay. A, now, a diary? <laughs> no, well, very good, but no, not a diary. No, it's used to save something. Normally for kids, two-thirds of adults have one, though. Hi. Is it a baby monitor? Not a baby monitor. No. Hello, CJOB. How about a dictionary? Not a dictionary. No. Hi, CJOB. A piggy bank? A piggy bank! Yes. Typically, of course, piggy banks are for kids, but two-thirds of adults have one as well. I have a piggy bank. So there you go. Even I have a piggy bank. Uh, What is your name? It is Audrey. Audrey, which tickets would you like? Melissa Etheridge or Craig Ferguson? You get to pick the ticket. Uh, Craig Ferguson, please. You will be going to see Craig Ferguson October 25th at Club Regent Event Center. And so that means we have Melissa Etheridge tickets left July 8th at Club Regent Event Center as well. And somebody else will get those. The Craig Ferguson tickets are all yours. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for playing along. I'll put you on hold here. Jeff Forche, the producer of this show, will get you all signed up for your prize. And I've got another good tough trivia question coming up. I think we'll do the uh, other tickets in about an hour. Yeah, I think we'll give away the Melissa Etheridge tickets in about an hour. So I mentioned lots coming up on the show here today. I want to talk about eating in this heat. You know, you don't want to turn on the stove or, you know, oven Barbecue, I guess, is an option, but there are some other ideas, too, and so uh, we'll talk about that. It's World Refugee Day. If you're just tuning in, good to see that uh, Donald Trump apparently is going to end the separating of families at the U.S.-Mexico border. Couldn't come on a on a better day, World Refugee Day. Tom Milroy, after the news at 2.30, a bunch of stuff that uh, I'm going to talk to Tom about today. And... Uh, we were uh, mentioning birthdays. Give me a couple other birthdays here while we're at it. we got a couple minutes here. Uh, Olympia Dukakis is 87 today. Danny Aiello, 85. We mentioned Brian Wilson, 76. John McCook, he plays Eric Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. If you're into the soap operas on TV, 74 today. Bob Vila is 72. He, of course, is you know the home repair guy. He's been doing that for a long time. Eh? Uh, Ann Murray. Ann Murray. Uh, 73 today. Lionel Richie, 69. John Goodman, 66. Apparently he is uh, 
going to be a part of this Roseanne spinoff that will not include Roseanne. Michael Anthony from Van Halen and Chickenfoot, 64 today. John Taylor, Duran Duran, 58. And Nicole Kidman, man, she's a good actress. I really like her stuff. Nicole Kidman is 51 today. There you go. Celebrity birthdays. All right, so we're going to break here. The news is coming up at 2 o'clock. Phone lines are wide open. Whatever you want to talk about today, 204-780-6868. Hal at cjob.com. Tristan Field-Jones has the news in a moment. Thank you, TFJ. Yeah, it's a warm one, 204. Wednesday. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Kelly Moore will be filling in for me. It's going to be interesting tomorrow to see uh, because uh, Jeff Courier is off and Kathy Kennedy was filling in for him. And then she got sick after the show Monday and Kelly's been filling in for her the past couple of days. Kelly is scheduled to fill in for me tomorrow. So if Kathy Kennedy is still sick tomorrow, Kelly could be on the air from 10 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon. Wow. We live in interesting times, Hal. We certainly do. So I hope Kathy Kennedy is feeling better. Uh, Kelly Moore will be in for me tomorrow, and I will be back on Friday just in time for my appearance live and in person at Red River X. So hopefully uh, you'll come and see me at the Red River X. Final weekend for the Red River X. I will be there. I'll have the mini donuts. I'll have, uh, I don't know, Hal's Petting Zoo. We'll have it all. Uh, it's all at the Red River X. Uh, make sure you come and see me on Friday. Let's go to the phone here. Somebody on the line, 204-780-6868. Hello, CJOB. Hi, Hal. This is Dominic here. How are you doing? Good, Dominic. How are you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Good. Here, uh, I have a little bit of concern. I work at AKC, and every single time I cross uh, William and Sherbrooke, there seems to be a very, very major concerning issue there. Every time you want to cross the street, people want to rush and turn left, either left or turn right into Sherbrooke. And I almost got hit so many times. And this is, this is a very concerning issue to me. And I want to just bring this up so people know. And uh, actually, in that intersection, a lady died not too long ago. Uh, the baby survived through surgery, I believe. Hmm. And uh, it, it, so many times, I, I personally got almost hit there so many times. It's unbelievable. William and Sherbrooke, yeah, that's a busy uh, a busy intersection. So you're saying the yeah. lights, even with the lights, drivers just are, are, are too quick drivers to want Drivers are just rushing. Drivers are almost gliding with, yeah. uh, especially with pedestrians. So hmm. many times, so many times. So many people can attest to what I'm saying right now. Like, it's so dangerous to a point whereby... It's unbelievable. Like, you have to literally, like, watch your back every time you cross that intersection. Yeah. Okay, Dominic. Well, we put it out there. Hopefully people heard that, and they'll keep that in mind. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Uh, coming up after the news at 2.30, I uh, grabbed Tom Milroy. Tom was in today getting ready for his uh, show Saturday morning, and I grabbed Tom. I had a bunch of stuff in my Tom file, and uh, I chatted with him about a bunch of stuff. You'll hear it after 2.30. Um, uh, just give you an idea of what we'll be talking about. Fran Drescher apparently has been hinting at a nanny reboot, and so we'll we'll talk about that. Um, oh, the guy behind uh, Modern Family is not very. His name is Steve Levitan. He's not very happy with how Fox has been covering uh, this uh, situation on the U.S.-Mexico border, and so he will not be signing on again with Fox. He's quitting Fox. Modern Family, that's a big deal. And TV, that's a, that's a big deal. 
There is this all-you-can-eat restaurant in China that has gone out of business. It was charging $19 a month. You get a card, 19 bucks, go and eat all you want for an entire month for 19 bucks. Gee, I wonder why it went out of business. We'll talk about that with Tom Milroy. Uh, there is a trooper in Indiana who's got the internet all fired up because he pulled over a driver that was traveling too slow. That's my big pet peeve in traffic, people that drive too slow. And we'll talk about that with Tom. Also, we've had this one before on the show, and I usually get in trouble because I say dogs are smarter than cats, but scientists at the University of Stafford have actually done some research on this. They've done some testing, and we now have an answer. Who's smarter, dogs or cats? I'll get into that with Tom Milroy after 2.30. And also, this new Gaudi movie, it has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Tom is a big movie guy, so I'm going to talk to Tom about that. I'm curious to know if he goes to Rotten Tomatoes to check out what the ratings are on movies or if he just watches them, and I'm, I'm just curious to know. Tom's a big movie guy, always has been. Does he care about these reviews or does he just watch a movie uh, because he wants to watch a movie? All right, so some of the stuff we'll be talking with Tom. Well, I already talked to Tom, but I'll play back the conversation for you after 2.30, after the news at uh, 2.30. Speaking of entertainment, less than a year after being essentially blacklisted from Hollywood, Oscar-winning actor Kevin Spacey will be back on the big screen this summer. After Kevin Spacey's sex assault accusations, no one wanted anything to do with him. House of Cards fired him, and he was replaced in a matter of weeks in the J. Paul Getty movie that came out in December. But that's not the case for the upcoming Billionaire Boys Club. I want you to play rough. I want you to claw their eyes out. The film, which was shot before last year's accusations, will come out with Spacey in it on video on demand in July and in theaters in August. The film's distributor, Vertical Entertainment, says the decision to release it wasn't easy and notes Spacey's role is small, and it wouldn't be fair to penalize the rest of the cast, which includes Ansel Elgort and Emma Roberts. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. And one more story here, and then we go to the phones. I see Clandaboy Craig is on the phone, one of my regular callers when I was doing the weekend show here, and I imagine he's mad at me because when I made the permanent move here to afternoons, I told him I was going to get him a radio so that he could listen to the show at work, and I imagine he's calling wondering where his radio is, so... We'll talk to Clandaboy Craig in just a second. Meantime, one more entertainment story here. Another guy who got in some trouble uh, is off the hook. Former TV sitcom star Scott Baio won't face charges in a case in which he was accused by a co-star of sexual assault. Take a listen. Prosecutors in Los Angeles say they will not be filing criminal charges against Scott Baio. The DA's office says after looking into the case, they determined the statute of limitations had expired. The case stems from allegations made by actress Nicole Eggert, who was on Charles in charge with Baio. Eggert says Baio sexually assaulted her while she was still a teenager. Baio denies all those allegations and says that he and Eggert were in a consensual relationship, and that was after she was of legal age. In a Twitter post, Eggert points out that the case against Bayo was not dismissed because of a lack of evidence, but because the case was too old. Amos Goels Gabriel. All right, there you go. So uh, Kevin Spacey back on the big screen and Scott Bayo uh, will not face charges in that case. Clanda boy Craig, oh my goodness, there he is. How are you, sir? Hey, boss, how's it going? Good, how have you been? Ah, good, good. I just got off the front end loader. It was too hot in there, man. I couldn't do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Are you still wanting your radio? 
Well, my boss is giving me crap because he says, oh, hell's never going to show up with a radio, oh, man. No, like no, he, no, I am. No, he said you're just a weekend guy. He oh. won't. And then all of a sudden, guess what? What? A car pulls up here, some hot rod car, and it leaves. And all of a sudden, he pulls up here and he goes, was that Hal Anderson here? You told me you were going <laughs> to let me meet him. <laughs> and I says, I says, no. I said, if it was Hal Anderson, I would have phoned you and told you to come down and whatever. And he goes, oh. He said, who was it? And I said, it was Darren. He goes, oh, it was just Darren? Oh, blah, whatever. I'll, I'll be he honest says, with you. I'll be honest. Go ahead. Fin- <laughs> go ahead. Finish your story. Yeah. No. And he says, well, when's Hal coming? I said, well, when he goes out to the cabin, he's yeah. going to phone me and he's going to go out there, man. Yeah. I'll, right? be, I'll be honest you know? with you. I, I was snooping around trying to find the right radio because you did have a long list of uh, requests on what your radio needs to be all about. <laughs> uh, so you can, you know, listen to it at work and it not be in the way and stuff. And I've narrowed it down to a couple. I just got to get it for you. And when I get it, I'll bring it up and I'm going to make a big deal about meeting your boss too. Okay. Okay, good. All right. And you know what? Because I put my ghetto blaster in, in the cat. Yeah. You know, right? And he he doesn't like loader, that, eh? But every time I turn a corner or something, mm. you know, I can't hear it because I'm in a front-end loader, yeah. right? So. Yeah. And well, I'm, listen, I'm doing g- gravel and everything Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. God love you for listening. I appreciate you listening, Clanda Boy Craig, hey, and I, I, I will get you a radio. I listen to you every chance I get. You're Seriously, a good guy. I You're do. a good I man. Do. I miss you on the weekends. Oh, and I miss you totally. And how is Clay Young? How is how is Clay Young doing? Uh, Clay Young's doing great, yeah. but he's on holidays. He's yeah. in Newfoundland right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm listening to who is it? Christian O'Mel? Is it Christian O'Mel? Yeah, Christian did the show on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah he Christian did a good job. Yeah, he did a good he's job. He's doing a good job. Yeah. And I Savannah quit now. Yeah, Savannah Holy moved on. Crap. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to get your radio. I'm glad you called and reminded me. I'll get your radio soon. Tell your boss I am a man of my word. Your radio's on the way. Well, I just want to meet you, Matt. I okay. haven't met you. I know. You well, remember. the one time I wanted to come and say hi, and you didn't want to see me, so that's fine. You were in your, ba- you were in your bathrobe or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I got to go. I'll see you later. Okay. I All love right. you, bud. There Bye. he goes. Clan Boy Craig right there, one of my regular uh, uh, weekend people. Like, that's the kind of guy I am, right? In order to get you to listen to this show, I'll buy you a radio. That's the only way I can get Boy Craig to listen to this show is if I buy him a radio. Anybody else want a radio? Anything? Anybody? Hmm? Need me to do some grocery shopping for you? What else do you need? I'll do whatever it takes to get you to listen to this show. Mike says by text here, 204-780-6868. Uh, who's smarter, dogs or cats? We're going to talk about this with Tom Milroy after 2.30. But Mike says, depends, I guess, on how you look at it, Hal. Mike says, dogs lick you because they love you. Cats lick you because they're tasting you. Great show. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And uh, Paula, a.k.a. Danny, I don't know what that's all about, says by text, Hal, rabbits are smarter than dogs and definitely Smarter than cats. So rabbits, really? Rabbits are smart? I didn't know that. Uh, We were talking with Bob Irving earlier about Terrell Owens maybe uh, making a comeback in the CFL with Edmonton. And Bob out in Oakbank says, Hal, what do you say? The Bombers get Brett Favre as our backup quarterback. Yeah, I think probably uh, I'd be okay with that. I think Favre could still throw the ball. 
And I think with quarterbacks and kickers, you can be a little older, I think. But I don't know, Terrell Owens, receiver, 44. But he did just run a, a 40 in 4-4, I think they said, which is that super fast. And then Wayne weighing in on Richie Hall. Wayne says, Hal, Bombers need to get Richie, Richie Hall. He's a horrible coach. We're one game into the season, people. Come on. Let's just see how things go here. I know a lot of yards, uh, you know, got put on the board against Edmonton. Edmonton put a lot of yards up against us, but it's Edmonton and Mike Riley. Come on. And then Rob weighing in on the what animals smarter. Rob says, Hal, birds are the smartest of all. They can fly. Hmm. Oh, and then, and then somebody's saying, "How I'll listen to you every day if you buy me an air conditioner. Yeah, no kidding, eh? AC unit today, that would be nice. And Dylan, oh, here we go. I had to open my big mouth, didn't I? And uh, uh, Taylor, oh, it's Taylor, not Dylan. Taylor says, hey, Hal, could you water my garden and cut my grass this weekend? I promise I'll tune into the show all next week. I might be on to something here. You know, I might be on to getting a way to get people to listen to this show. 216, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hal on CJOB. All right, 221. 221 at CJOB. It is uh, hot out there. That is for sure. And uh, wanted to play back a guest that Mackling and McGarry had on their show. That, oh, actually, you know what? Let me go to Roger on the phone. Roger, I'm sorry I forgot about you. 204-780-6868. Roger wants to talk about cats and dogs and who's smarter. We're going to talk about this after 2.30 with uh, Tom Milroy. But what did you want to say, Roger? Well, I don't. Uh, I say no matter how smart the cat or the dog is, a rabbit is smarter because he'll always make a better pot of soup. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that is, yeah. Well, we used to eat a lot of rabbit growing up. Yeah. What's your accent? Where are you from? You're from here or where are you from? Down east. Oh, down east. Are you a Newfoundlander? Well, yeah. I came here in 1977 and uh, not too many rabbits around. Yeah. And you, and, it, and you didn't lose the accent in all those years, eh? No. Hmm. No. Most yeah. people do, but I didn't. Yeah. Newfoundlanders, some of my, some of my favorite people. So I'm glad yeah. to hear from you, Roger. That's quite a more, more of a joke about the rabbit. But you do make a better pot of soup. <laughs> yeah, no I, I'll tell you what, you can come to my place. I got a big rabbit. It's huge. I don't know where this thing came from, but I got a big rabbit on my yard. You can come and cook them up. Well, you want to make a big pot of soup. <laughs> <laughs> big pot of soup. Thanks for calling, Roger. Thanks for answering. All right, appreciate it. Okay, now back to this guest that Mackling and McGarry had on this morning. Um, I want to play a little bit of this anyhow. We're almost, gee, time is flying here today. Her name is Jennifer Saigo. She's a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist. And she talked with Eminem this morning about eating in this heat, eating when it is this hot out. The idea of even putting the stove on for a couple of minutes, even just to say steam some vegetables, it's like, oh, oh no, 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 no way. So when you're in these situations, um, there's a few things you can do. I mean, I think the first and foremost is we have to make sure we stay hydrated. You know, above all, we have to be safe. And being aware that especially the elderly, uh, women who are pregnant, kids, they may be more prone to dehydration uh, in these situations. 
and realizing that it takes the body time to adapt to big, big jumps in temperature. It, take, it can take as long as 10 days for your body to get used to it. So by that time, the damage may already be done. So not only should you just, you know, be aware of drinking the usual things like water, uh, this is a great time to experiment and have some fun. So um, one of the things I love to play around with are infused waters. And basically all that means is taking your normal water, putting in some ice, and then adding a fruit or a vegetable of your choice. And you can have all sorts of fun with this. Uh, a lot of people will do things like cucumber slices, but you can also do lemons, limes, grapefruits, make like a citrus thing. Uh, some people do like a berry infusion. I've even seen people do almost almost like a parfait where they have the so much infused fruit in there that it makes like a full layer, um, multicolored. You can have all sorts of fun with it if you're into that sort of uh, Instagram kind of lifestyle. And, and, and then at the end of it, you just eat the fruit. <laughs> so it's great because it's cold. It's great because it looks good. It tastes good. And then on top of that, it's good for you. So like I said, to me, I think hydration would be a first point. Uh, another idea there is to make iced green teas or iced um, regular black teas or even herbal teas. So you basically brew your tea and then you put it in the fridge with your ice cubes. And then that can be a cold drink that you can have anytime. So that's just a few ideas for for the uh keep staying hydrated jennifer saigo from mackling and mcgarry this morning she is a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist it is going to be hot over the next couple of days some good ideas from her when battling the heat uh the news is coming up here at 2 30 in just a moment then after that tom milroy as i said had a bit of a conversation with tom today about a bunch of stuff Replay that back for you. And by the way, Donald Trump has now signed his executive order stopping his family separation practice. So that is certainly good news. The kids will not be separated from their parents uh, at the U.S.-Mexico border. Trump just signed that executive order. And this breaking today as well. Prime Minister Trudeau says recreational marijuana will be legal in Canada October 17th. So we now have the date. It was supposed to be Canada Day, and then it just kept getting pushed back. We were hearing this morning, maybe uh, September. Now we know the date is October 17th. That is when marijuana will be legal in Canada. But the province here in Manitoba, the Pallister government, still pushing back on the idea of letting us grow our own marijuana. The province says, uh-uh, cultivation like that is our jurisdiction and we'll fight the feds on it. No one in Manitoba will get to grow their own, which I don't really understand. If it's going to be legal, they say it's to keep it out of the hands of kids and pets. But so I go down to my corner pot store and I buy a, a gram of pot and I bring it home and I put it on the coffee table and the dog can get at it, the kids can get at it. It just, to me, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm I, I don't really care either way. I don't use the stuff. I, I, I don't imagine I will uh, once it's legal. But if you're going to make it legal, it should be legal. And if somebody wants to grow their own, they should be able to grow their own. That's kind of what I think. What do you think? 204-780-6868. The 2.30 News is next. All right, uh, 2.33. We're going to get to my conversation with Tom Milroy in a second. I was just chatting during the news here with Gary on the phone about Manitobans and Quebecers not being allowed to grow their own pot now that we know that uh, pot is going to be legal in Canada October 17th, according to Prime Minister 
Trudeau. Gary, uh, go ahead. Make your point quickly. Don't go into a whole bunch of detail here, though, because it sounds like you're a guy who, who knows all about this. But why don't you – you don't think this is going to hold up in the Supreme Court if it gets that far, eh? No. So I'm, I have an idea for, for what Pallister can do. Okay. First of all, have, have everybody who wants to grow have to buy a permit. And in that permit, you're declaring that there's nobody under 19 in your house. Yep. That you're going to build a little grow room in your house so, it's, so you can secure it, and you're going to use LED lights, no longer metal halide or sodium lights because they have heat. LEDs have no heat, and they use a lot less electricity. Okay. Third one, you're going to you're going to allow bylaw officers, not the RCMP, not the city police, but bylaw officers to come and inspect your grow up. How's yeah, that? but here's but here's the problem. I don't think for the Pallister government, uh, they don't. This isn't about making money off permits or or keeping an eye on people that grow. They just don't seem to want Manitobans to grow their own pot. I I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a substance legal, then I I don't smoke the stuff. I don't plan on it. But if you're gonna make it legal, it should be legal. If somebody wants to grow their own, they should grow their own. I just I, I don't think the argument. Uh, Works. Exactly, and four plants at a meter tall, which is, is 42 inches or something, it's going to give you two or three ounces per plant. That will give you, if you can do one grow a, a year, even in the summer, you know what I mean? You can have enough to supply yourself. You know what? I'm 65. Yeah. I don't want to be spending $300 of my pension money on pot when I can grow it. Yeah. And also, one more point. I don't understand why they make pot 19 and leave alcohol and tobacco at 18. Alcohol and tobacco are killers. Pot never killed anybody. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, a, and a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people feel that way. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate the call. Thanks for having my time. Thanks. All right, yep. 204-780-6868, Hal at CJOB.com if you want to talk about uh, the growing of pot in Manitoba. Apparently the Pellister government will not have it. Same in Quebec. Everywhere else, they'll be able to grow four plants. That's the suggestion the feds have come up with, four plants. But in Manitoba and Quebec, uh uh-uh, can't grow your own. And we now have been told by Prime Minister Trudeau that recreational marijuana will be legal in Canada as of October 17th. So we now have the date. So I've got this little file I started the other day. It's my Tom Milroy file. And I put any stories I see that I think, oh, that'll be a good one to talk to Tom about, I put in the Tom Milroy file. And then when he's in getting ready for his show on Saturday, he was in this morning, I pull him into one of the studios and we sit down and uh, we chat about all the stuff in the Tom Milroy uh, file, in the Tom Milroy folder. So I grabbed Tom this morning and here is what we talked about. Well, hello, Tommy. Hello, Hal. Nice to be here. Yes, thank you for uh, coming on the show here today. You were in getting some things done for your show on Saturday. I sure was. going to be a killer show this weekend. Yes? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> 9 to 11? Yeah, you betcha. 9 yeah. to 11, yeah. Uh-huh. Can you yeah. tell us anything you've got coming up? Well, or? I just talked to an author. This guy's a longtime Winnipeg artist mm. named uh, Jordan Van Sewell. Oh. Does, uh, works with clay and ceramics, mm-hmm. and he's written a book. Oh, So excellent. the first thing I said to him, I got the title of the book wrong. Uh-oh. Yeah. The book is uh, How I Got My Clown Shoes. And I said, oh, it's hope to get my clown shoes. 
I'm so close. <laughs> oh, poor Tom. I'm so close. You've only yeah. done this how many years now? <laughs> yeah, too many. <laughs> You're a Hall of Famer. You can't be doing stuff like that. That's right. I'm a Hall of Famer And now. I'm not. Oh. And I'm not. Well, that's okay. Yeah. And you've got your first iPhone. That is really something. My wife's on a plan, so she got a, an upgrade, yeah. a free, yeah. in quotation marks, upgrade. Never free, but to an, yes. To an iPhone 8. So uh-huh. I have an iPhone 6. Oh. And I'm really getting used to it. And But I, I'm checking my messages all the time. Mm. There's never, never any, except for bogus phone calls. Yes. You know. Right. Well, good for you. It's Thank 2018. You. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, yes. Yeah. And I use it when I'm driving all the time. Uh-huh. No, I don't use it when I'm driving. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I uh, I I have uh, what I'm going to do uh, now, if you don't yeah. mind, is once in a while I'll get you to jump on the show. I've got a little file that I keep off to the side. Okay. You will understand a file. All right, the kids don't understand <laughs> what a file is. That's where you put pieces of paper in my which, scribbler. I in, scribbler. You've got right a scribbler here. just like me. Yeah. So I've got a file. It's the Tom Milroy file, okay. and I'm just anything I see that I think is sort of interesting that I might enjoy a conversation with you about. I'm going to put in the file. So, All for right. example. Um, what do you think of these uh, shows they're bringing back, like Roseanne? Now there's going to be a spinoff. Roseanne's out. Everybody else is in, apparently. Do you like these reboots? Because the latest is Fran Drescher is hinting at a nanny reboot. Whoever asked for a, a reboot of the nanny? Yeah, exactly. The show was never that popular. No. Mm-hmm. And Roseanne without Roseanne? Well, yeah, what's the point? Why not call it Bill? I, I don't know. What's, <laughs> what's the point of that? Yeah. No, I didn't watch the new Roseanne. But no, I, I did, and I, I it enjoyed was it. doing very well. Yes, it was. Now, she's had um, long-time problems anyway, right? Yeah. Bipolar or whatever. Yeah. So, well, and she's been nasty on yeah, social media. Like, yeah. this is no big surprise no. to everybody over and at ABC. I, f- I felt bad the way it happened and everything, but ABC yeah. had no choice. No, you ABC can't say. slash Disney yes. had no yeah. choice but to get rid you of You can't her. say stuff like that. But, but the, I just wonder what you think of the reboots, because you're right. No. Who's asking for yeah. a nanny reboot? A Murphy Brown reboot? I mean, that was the yeah. show was great then. I yeah. don't want to see it now. No. How old is she now? Yeah, well, she's 110. <laughs> is she really she 110? Really Another yes. one I keep hearing about. Nothing official yet is mad about you. Exactly. I, I never I saw didn't that watch, show. Yeah, no. I know. I, 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 I'm convinced that Hollywood has no new ideas. They don't. No. Every so often there's a rumor of uh, Back to the Future 4 coming out. Usually yeah. a fake rumor, yeah. and it's still fake. Just just leave it alone. That was a great yeah. trilogy. Right. Leave it alone. One other uh, TV note here. Uh, Steve Levitan, he is the guy behind uh, Modern Family on, on Fox. That I is a great show. Love that show. He has been with that network for something like 20 years. He's not re-upping with them because of the way Fox is coming. Covering these children being separated from their parents at the Mexico-U.S. border. He says, I can't handle this. I don't like the way Fox is covering it. I'm out. Good for him. Yeah. What can you say? Take a stand. Yep. I mean, how far can this go in the States? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a political guy, but you just go, wow. And he has support, too. Well, I think I saw 58% of Republicans actually support this. I mean, how can you? Because the Bible says so? I don't know. The Bible? How no. can how can you support? Uh, listen, yeah. I understand. I get it. They're coming illegally. Trump is taking a stand here. This is all about him getting money for his wall. That's, That's what right. it's about, right? He's yeah. trying to make a stand here, and, and he wants his money. He wants a tougher immigration policy. And but it's a shame that they uh, you know are separating parents from their kids. And they say yeah. in many cases the parents go back right away, and then the kids are here for years and years, and often it's hard to get them back together again. Doesn't seem possible. No. 
No, it's uh, heartbreaking. It really is. Um, On to something much uh, lighter here. I see that a restaurant in China talk. Do you like the all-you-can-eat restaurants? Do you like those? I haven't been in a long time, but I think I put Uncle Willie's out of business, (laughs) actually. But there's an all-you-can-eat restaurant in China with a bit of a difference. You pay 19 bucks and you get a card, and that lets you eat all you want for an entire month. 19 bucks. <laughs> but guess what? The thing's out of business already because people were sharing their cards, oh, and this sure. thing went into debt big time. And you're thinking, yeah. even at 19 bucks, how can you make money? But when they start sharing cards and stuff, it's it's not good. But yeah, <laughs> so that's out of business already. <laughs> but I like the idea. Less than 20 bucks and you eat all month. Well, I think with all you can eat places like that, uh, cheap, you get what you pay for. True. Yeah. This is true with most things in life. Yeah. No, I, remember, I remember going to. All you can eat places, uh, Chinese food places, yeah. with with the kids, and all oh, the whole entire plate was brown. Yeah, you know, right. nothing, nothing green on there. No, no, I'm gonna have no. it uh, deep fried. No, yeah. Unfortunately, I love all that stuff though. I do too. Yeah. I can't eat it like I used no, to. My new no. smaller, uh, they say, improved stomach doesn't let me do it. But yeah. oh well. Um, in Indiana, there yeah. is a trooper that is blowing up the internet because he pulled over a guy for going too slow. How many times have you wanted to have somebody pulled over for going too slow? I would argue that's almost more dangerous, I yeah. think, than somebody going too fast. I think I'm that guy, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy with the hat in the passing lane. <laughs> that's right. I'm doing that. You have to turn signal on permanently. Yes. And uh, right. dr- driving a car the size of a Buick LeSabre. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long. The boat. Yeah, very frustrating. Yeah. At least do, at least do the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Even doing the speed limit sometimes, you feel yeah. like you're, you're going too slow. Yeah. What's you your know? biggest peeve in traffic? Biggest peeve? And traffic, uh, uh, turn signals, turn still signals. turn signals, uh, yeah. tailgating. Mm. I always feel like, I'm. what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? You're, yeah. you're tailgating me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, I, I think that's a good one. Too slow. Mm-hmm. Speed it up a little bit. At the University of Stafford, they have done a study. Scientists at the University of Stafford have done a study. I'll give you the results in a second. But, Tom, yeah. who's smarter, dogs or cats? Oh, <laughs> this is Tom Milroy oh, well, answering the question. I've never by the been way. Uh, a dog guy. Yeah. Not that I don't like them; just never mm-hmm. had one. Yeah, always had the cats. So I can't tell if cats are really stupid or just more uh, aloof. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, knocking stuff off table. Yeah. You see that all the time. That's right. absolutely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think dogs can be trained more. I think dogs are just do anything to please you. True. You yeah, know? and cats kind of don't care. Yeah. They don't really care what you think. I mean, you hear about dogs alerting humans to fires. Mm. Cat wouldn't care. No. Where, where's my supper? Right. You exactly. Know? Yeah, cats are kind of selfish that way. Yeah. Well, here's the results. Yeah. Uh, they studied the brains of dogs and the brains of cats, and scientists at the University of Stafford say that uh, dogs have 530 million neurons in their brain. Cats only have 230 million, so dogs about twice, more than twice as smart as cats. I don't doubt that for a minute. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just under, not as nasty as cats. Yes. And you're a big movie guy. One more story here. You're yeah. a big movie guy. I see that uh, the new Gaudi movie has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I kind of go by Rotten Tomatoes pretty religiously. It drives my wife nuts. But they, She's but, like, let's just watch it. Who cares if it's, you know, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Do you follow Rotten Tomatoes or the critics at all, or are you Abs- kind of your own guy? Absolutely. Really? Oh, sure. Yeah. It won't necessarily... Uh, 
I like to read the review after I see the movie. Mm. And they'll go, oh, that was horrible. Then I'll see, oh, 0%. Well, yeah. okay, then. I was yeah. right. I was so, right. So you don't look at it until after. Well, I try, but yeah. it's hard to read, you know. Mm. I'm, uh, you know, talking about the new uh, Jurassic Park one, mm. which will make a zillion dollars. Yeah. It doesn't kill on Rotten Tomatoes either. Yeah. It gets about 60%, which I'm, I'm surprised. You know what? Any move, for me, if it's mm. got... 50, 60 percent, I'll give it a shot okay. because I think uh, yeah. enough critics can be off and it can still be yeah. a really good movie. Is, but did, did Gotti come, come here? Is it theatrical? I don't think. It, apparently, uh, Jeff Brown, one of the couch yeah. potatoes the other day, was telling me that apparently it was supposed to be right to video or right to digital. Yeah. And somehow it ended up in theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, I don't believe it's here well, in Winnipeg. It looks like a Netflix kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But zero uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Can't get much lower than that, can no, you? No, that's about <laughs> And uh, speaking of low, this is Hal Anderson Afternoons. <laughs> Tommy, uh, your yeah. show coming up 9 a.m. on Saturday. Thanks a lot for uh, chatting with me. I appreciate it. Great as always. Tommy Milroy, 9 to 11 on Saturday. Fun chatting with, uh, I've had some of the biggest laughs on CJOB with uh, uh, Tom Milroy. When I did my uh, weekend morning show, uh, Tom would joke around and he'd say that his wife's favorite part of his show was when he came on my show to promote his show. And we definitely had some laughs when uh, Tom used to come on. We called a crossover in radio, right? When you're crossing over between shows. Tom used to come on uh, Saturday mornings. We had some pretty good laughs. And I, I found a couple of uh, couple of funny moments here I thought I'd play for you. This is... Uh, uh, one Saturday morning, Tom and I talking about money. Well, I called my financial guy, and they said he's not in. And I said, when's he back? They said, three to six months. <laughs> what does that mean? I think we might have the same guy. I'm not sure. That could be that could be my guy. And here's one more before we take a break here. Um, Tom, Don Curtin, God love Don Curtin. He used to do uh, kids' riddles and all that, birthdays and anniversaries, all that stuff on weekends here on CJOB. And then Tom started doing Saturdays, and so Tom started doing kids' riddles. And we were giving Tom a hard time one Saturday, and they had to stop doing it because, well, primarily I think it was because Tom couldn't figure out how to use the phone. (laughs) And we were giving Tom a hard time one morning about his inability to use the phone here at CGOB when he was doing kids' riddles. Oh, wait a minute. You used to do kids' riddles on CGOB for a while, too. Don Curtin had this way with kids, and he was fantastic with the kids. (laughs) Honestly, Tom, (laughs) if he could get the phones figured out... Oh yeah. yeah. Hang on. Hey, Billy. Hello, Susie. Hey, Susie. Hi, Billy. Hey, Susie. All right, that's it. Kids, kids riddles. Nobody is, wins. Kids riddles is over. <laughs> that was Tom. That was Tom doing kids riddles. It was the best. Ah, uh, Tom Milroy, Hall of Fame broadcaster. Love the guy. Two forty-seven. We're late for a break. We'll be right back though. All right, 2.52, we got the news coming up at the top of the clock, 3 o'clock. Trucker Dave, uh, thanks for being so patient and waiting to talk. You want to talk about uh, pot. Go ahead, Trucker Dave. Hey, Al. Uh, first of all, I'm a truck driver, so I don't touch this stuff. Uh, there's two reasons why Trudeau made it legal. First is so that a little amount's not going to get you a criminal record. Second reason is to help get rid of some of the neighborhood drug dealers. Even though we can purchase it in select locations, anytime you have to go somewhere to get something, it makes it difficult. If you can grow a little bit at home, you're not calling up your neighborhood drug dealer to get it from across the street where he's growing pounds of it. So that's where the problems is that are eliminating you being able to make a little bit at home. 
all they're doing to me is promoting the neighborhood drug dealer because it's still easier to get from them than it is to, for example, drive town downtown to illegal locations. That's what I'm looking at. Yep, that's a good point, Trucker Dave. Yep, you make uh, you make a pretty good argument there. Uh, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it, and thanks for waiting, okay? Thank you. All right, by the way, uh, just to get you up to date here, and there will be more in the news at 3 o'clock here, we now have a date for when it will be legal for Canadians to buy and consume cannabis. October 17th, that date from Prime Minister Trudeau today, Canada will be the first industrialized country to legalize recreational marijuana nationwide. But the Trudeau government says until that date, pot is still illegal. Also, the issue of amnesty for those convicted of pot-related offenses uh, came up during a news conference in Ottawa this morning. Bill Blair, the Trudeau Liberals' point person on marijuana legislation, says it's too early to talk about that. And, of course, here in Manitoba and also in Quebec, they're talking about the inability uh, to grow your own because Manitoba and Quebec are saying, those provinces are saying to their people, you can't grow your own. You got to buy it, uh, but you can't grow your own. The feds are saying four plants, but Manitoba and Quebec are saying, "Uh uh-uh. And in Manitoba, they're saying it's because they want to keep it out of the hands of kids and away from pets. It's a safety issue as far as they're concerned. All right, um, we have uh, coming up next. Oh, you know what? We have to, um, should I just, uh, should we do another tough trivia question after 3 o'clock, Jeff, or should I just give away the tickets now? Let's do some tough trivia. Okay, tough, tough trivia. trivia. is so much fun. All right, because we're, I don't know what's going on. Um, somebody's probably smoking some marijuana in the promo department because for some <laughs> reason, because we fight for prizes for this show, and for some reason we've got two tickets every day this week. Two great tickets. Yes. Uh, Melissa Etheridge tickets and Craig Ferguson tickets. Earlier we played Pick the Ticket, gave away the Craig Ferguson tickets, so we still have to give away Melissa Etheridge tickets. But don't call now. We're not doing it now. We're doing it in the 3 o'clock hour. So we got to get the news out of the way, and then we'll ask you a tough trivia question, all right? And you'll, chance, uh, you'll have a chance to call in and answer the question. Again, Melissa Etheridge tickets up for grabs. We also got to talk about World Refugee Day today and a bunch of other stuff. I think I've got a new Muchos Kilos song as well. Yes, I do. So we'll have that uh, coming up for you here as well. And as always, the phone lines are wide open. Whatever you want to talk about, 204-780-6868. You can uh, call or text that number, or you can email me. My inbox is always open, hal at cjob.com. Thank you, Diana. It is 3.06, final hour. Shall we do uh, Tough Trivia again? Yeah, let's do Tough Trivia. Sure. Right now, 204-780-6868. We've got uh, Melissa Etheridge tickets left. They are yours. All you got to do is get the Tough Trivia question correct, 204-780-6868. Melissa is playing the Club Region Event Center July 8th. And by the way, tomorrow, Kelly Moore in for me tomorrow. He'll have tickets for Melissa Etheridge and Craig Ferguson tomorrow. Uh, both those shows happening at the Club Region Event Center. So right now, the Melissa Etheridge tickets, if you can answer our tough trivia question. Here is the uh, question. 12% of people keep this in their desk drawer at work. What is it? 12% of people keep this in their desk drawer at work. Get it right at 
888-900-6868. And you'll win those Melissa Etheridge tickets July 8th Club Regent Event Center. Let's go to the phones. Hi, what's your guess? Clean underwear. <laughs> You're not far off, but not clean underwear, no. Hi, CJOB. Hello, what's your answer? Booze? Booze? <laughs> no, not booze. No. Hi, CJOB. Um, the toothbrush, dental floss? Well, again, you, you guessed twice. You can only give me one, and it's neither of those. Uh, and I'll just say this, that you you are probably the warmest of all the guesses so far. All right? So that's for everybody else. 204-780-6868. What is your guess? Um, would it be mouthwash? Again, you're on the right track, but not mouthwash. No. Uh, 12% of people keep this in their desk drawer at work. Kai, have you got a guess? Gum? Not gum. No, you're getting colder now. Hi, CJOB. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. What's your answer? Uh, like uh, candy. Not candy. No. Hi, CJOB. Hi, a grooming kit. Well, again, you're on the right track, but no, I'm, I'm not going to let you get away with grooming kit. No. But you're kind of on the right track. Hi, CJOB. Have you got a guess? Could it be handway? I'm sorry? Wipes? Mm, I, think you said, wipes? I think you said wipes, but not, not yeah. the correct answer. Uh, 12% of people keep this in their desk drawer at work. What is it? Hi. Uh, razor. Not a razor. Boy, you guys are all around it. Hi, CJOB. Dental floss? Not dental floss. Nope. Somebody's going to get it soon here, though. Hi, CJOB. Uh, yes, I'm calling about the... Uh, I know why you're calling. What is your answer? Deodorant. 12% of people keep deodorant, yes. They keep it in their desk drawer at work. I was surprised to see 12%. I thought a lot more people than that would keep it in their desk drawer at work. What is your name? Zale Jason. Zale, congratulations. You have just won yourself some Melissa Etheridge tickets July 8th at Club Regent Event Center. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to put you on hold. Tomorrow, more Melissa Etheridge tickets, more Craig Ferguson tickets. Kelly Moore filling in for me tomorrow. Then I'm at the Red River X on Friday, and we'll give away tickets for Melissa and Craig on Friday as well. Let's take some Melissa here. She's so fantastic. Let's take a bit of this. Uh, we're going to take a break here in just a moment. Uh, let's go to the phone here quickly. I think it's Scott on the phone, 204-780-6868. Hello, CJOB. Hey, how are you doing this afternoon? Good. How are you? Not too bad. My name is Scott. I am calling from the Cook's Creek Medieval Festival okay. uh, out at the Church and Grotto in Cook's Creek. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it or come across it, but we have a, a huge medieval festival every second summer. Uh, oh, really? And ours is coming up this July. Hmm. And with horses and all yeah, that stuff? In, yeah, we've got knights jousting on horseback, and this is live actual jousting. Wow. We've got heavy armor battle going on. 
uh, Highland Games. It's we've got vendors and merchants. It's an unbelievable event. Do you have those great big dinosaur drumsticks that I can chomp on? You got it. Yeah, we've got the drumsticks for the feast. We've got and no no utensils allowed. You get caught using any utensils, we throw you in the stockade. Oh wow! Get your hands for, for food, and that's it. Gee, and what you want me to help you out or what? We would love it if you could come out for the day on the Saturday the 28th to uh, be our official host. Have you got a Clydesdale that I can ride? It's going to take a big horse to get me around. <laughs> oh, well, we could probably work something out. We've got some <laughs> awfully big horses for, for yeah. awfully big horses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, listen, um, let's talk off air. Uh, send me an email, hal at cjob.com, and I'll get back to you when I check my schedule. And uh, while I've got you, just plug the dates again, and how do people get tickets if they want to go? Sure thing. It's uh, the Cooks Creek Medieval Festival, yep. uh, July the 28th, July 28th and 29th. This is our first time we're doing it as a two-day event. Uh-huh. So the, uh, the website is immaculate.ca, and there is an unlimited number of day passes available. It's $15 for the day. From uh, from noon until uh, six o'clock, yeah. And there is an endless amount of things to see and do there. We've got a kids area. We've got, like I said, the jousting. We've got Highland Games. If you want to get yourself some chain mail, we've got blacksmiths there that'll be making chain mail to sell on site. All sorts of things, weaponry oh. demonstrations, hmm. you name it. Sounds like fun. Send me an email. We'll see if we can do it. Will do. Thank you, Hal. Have All a right. good day. Bye bye. Okay. Bye now. All right, time to take a break. 3.13 coming up on quarter after three. Traffic and weather on the way. All right. Um, earlier on, I chatted with Dr. Earl Manouk uh, about a bunch of stuff. Um, cool sculpting, fillers, Botox, if that interests you at all. And he's seeing more men uh, coming for stuff like that, too. If that interests you, after the news at 3.30, I'll play back some of that uh, interview. All right, so hang on for that. Today, I was looking at uh, Today in History, and uh, some interesting stuff today. Uh, Ed Sullivan's show premiered on this day in 1948, and of course that was a huge, huge show. If you're in the mobsters and gangsters and all that kind of stuff, the year before that, 1947, Bugsy Siegel shot dead in the Beverly Hills mansion of his girlfriend, Virginia Hill, apparently at the order of mob associates. Hmm? Hotline set up on this day in 1963 between the United States and the Soviet Union. Uh, Jaws opened in theaters on this day, 1975, 1988. I don't know if you remember this or not. I remember this. Janice Pennington, she was one of the models on The Price is Right. She got knocked out by a TV camera on this day in 1988. 1994, O.J. Simpson pleads not guilty to killing his wife, Nicole, and her friend, Ronald Goldman. 1995, Michael Jackson's His Story is released. Foo Fighters also in 95. The album uh, Foo Fighters released on this day in 1995. What else? Instagram in 2013 offered users the ability to upload videos to their service. And one more here, 2017, just last year, British actor Daniel Day-Lewis announced his retirement from acting. You know, I just watched that... uh, movie of his his last movie i can't remember the name now he's like a uh, he was he sewed the women's dresses and stuff anyhow you know what i'm talking about can't remember the name but he is he's fantastic i i really hope he's not done acting i hope this is just uh 
um, him talking, and, and he'll be back to do more movies because, man, that guy is such a great actor. You just, uh, no matter what role it is, he just takes over that. He's not Daniel Day-Lewis, and he's one of those old-school method actors, too, where he doesn't just play the role, and then when they yell cut, he's back to Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, he is that character 24-7 through the whole movie shoot, which is uh, kind of cool. Yeah, British actor Daniel Day-Lewis a year ago today announced his retirement from acting. As I said, I hope it's uh, not the case. Ice cream soda day today. Bald eagle day today. Hike with a geek day. World productivity day. And it is also world refugee day today. And you know what? Uh, Mackling and McGarry this morning had on uh, a very special guest, uh, guest for world refugee day. The executive director of the Immigrant and Refugee Community Organization of Manitoba. Her name is Dorata Blumchinska, and she talked about today, World Refugee Day. So overall displaced in the world, there are over 60 million people. That includes some people who are internally displaced, so they don't meet the UN's definition of a convention refugee, but there are over 20 million refugees. Wow, over 20 million worldwide. The good news that we got this afternoon is that uh, Trump is going to stop separating families at the U.S.-Mexico border. He signed an executive order. That's the good news. That is coming to an end, and uh, a great day for that to come to an end on World Refugee Day. Um, here is uh, Blumchinska again. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, uh, well, we need to worry about our own people before we worry about people from somewhere else, right? Here is what she said to that this morning on Mackling and McGarry. I think that's, that's an important part of the conversation, but it should never be a conversation that's this one or that one. The fact that we have an obligation under the international treaties that we have signed to afford people protection as refugees does not remove our obligation to our own Indigenous peoples, to those living in poverty, to low-income families, to our own seniors. We continue to have a significant obligation to all Canadians, whether new or more established, or those who are the first peoples of this country, to have access to a life of dignity and a life with sufficient income and means uh, to live freely. We have the means to actually do that. I believe what's in sort of in the way of that happening is a lot of government policy and perhaps an unwillingness to search for deep um, and meaningful solutions. I think often we are focused on, be it this election or re-election, but we're not looking at a 10 or 20 or 30 year strategy. Although I'm so proud of where we have come as a nation through the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, because we're now beginning to focus on a great deal of truth with our Indigenous brothers and sisters. And once we do that, we can begin to move towards reconciliation. And I think overall, the situation is improving for all Canadians. But I just don't think that the need for Canadians who are here should ever replace the need for those who are seeking Canada's protection, a protection that Canada has promised to provide. Very well said. World Refugee Day 